This is Jamie J, host of Stop Riding the Pine, and you are listening to Dear Friends and Family with your host, Patty and Lex. And now, live from ID Studios in Tucson, Arizona, it's... Dear Friends and Family. 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 Dear Friends and Family, how are you? Dear Dear Friends friends and Family. family. (laughs) Welcome to session 18. Nerd. (laughs) (laughs) Woohoo! Oh, oh man, do we have an awesome show for oh, you Oh my guys. gosh. We talked with a woman named Kara and oh, she man. is like the most awesome, informative. Yeah, you were about to learn everything yeah. that you need to learn about EDS. I was taking notes. This was not Seriously, it was I mean, awesome. It's so, so, so awesome. That's right. And she's starting her own podcast called In Sickness and In Health. Awesome name. I know. I love what it. What are you talking I like, love it. Come on. I'm so jealous. We should have thought of that. <laughs> Whatever. I love dear friends and family. I do too. <laughs> we have also an update on the studio at the end. You have yes. to listen. And if you want to hear our kids being absolutely adorable, stick around. Yes. And with that, on to the show. Okay, dear friends and family listeners, it's that time where we remind you to head over to studioids.com and sign up for our email list. You will receive all of the latest updates, releases, and information about our studio. Also, wherever you are listening, from whether it be iTunes or SoundCloud, please give us a comment, a like, and a share. Thank you for supporting our endeavor to open minds one show at a time. Take it away, Patty and Lex. Hey, Kara. Welcome to the show. How are you doing? I'm okay. Thank you so much for having me. Where are you calling us from? (laughs) I am calling you from lovely Nyack, New York, which is about 30 minutes north of New York City. Nice. Nice. Mm -hmm. I'm originally from New Jersey, and people might think that there's not really a difference, but there is, and it's super nice. I actually know that I'm from New Jersey, even though I do like living here. (laughs) There's a big difference. A huge difference. Yeah, there is. I mean, I'm originally from Connecticut in New York. It's always the New Jersey. My the whole the armpit of America. No, people only think that because most people, when they come to New Jersey, they're only coming to New Jersey for Newark Airport. So they're coming through Elizabeth, which truly is a shithole. And I do apologize (laughs) to everyone who lives around there. But I actually grew up much further north from there, actually right on the New York border in a little town called Ringwood. It's in the mountains. It's adorable. It's beautiful. People don't even think that New Jersey has mountains, but they do. (laughs) (laughs) It was a really great place to grow up. And despite of what people might think about New Jersey, I'm very proud to be from there. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. That's all. You know, I have to say, you've got to be the first person I've ever heard that said they're proud to be from New Jersey. Me too. I have friends from Jersey. Yeah, Yeah, I've never heard anyone say I've that. Got That's fr- awesome. <laughs> oh, I just love it so much. And I, I have been in bars in very strange, far off places. And like, when you find somebody else from New Jersey, it's just, it's special. There's a special <laughs> thing. Even, even awesome. your friends that like, aren't proud to be from there, we'd probably be like, you and me. Yeah. <laughs> nice. That's awesome. Yeah. Camaraderie. Yeah. So I heard that you're doing a podcast. Yes. I am doing a podcast. I'm so excited. And it's coming out sometime in October, correct? 
hopefully if we stay on track yeah what's it called it's called in sickness and in health and it is also about uh living life with chronic illness and disability that is awesome that's a great title Mm -hmm. i really love i love i love the name i love the name i'm really happy with it uh it took us a really long time to come up with it and once I said it out loud. It was just kind of like, oh, well, of course, that's what it's going to be. <laughs> Heck yeah. So, Kara, what were you diagnosed with and how did you get here? Yeah, what brings you to the show? I think a better question would be, what haven't I been diagnosed with? <laughs> <laughs> it was a very, very long journey. So, I am 28 years old. And just last August, actually like a couple weeks ago, was the one year anniversary of being diagnosed with something called Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome. It is a genetic connective tissue disorder that is very poorly understood and not taught very well in medical schools. It's technically a rare disease, but it seems like it is not actually as rare as originally thought. Yeah. Yeah. So there's several different types. I have what's called the hypermobility type, which is the most common. What does this affect? Sure. What exactly? Connect- connective tissue. The connective Again, tissue? Yes. What doesn't it affect? Okay. Because I, 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 I'm, I'm going to be the dumb guy for a second. Connective tissue. No. What is connective tissue? I mean, like? no one. I have to do a lot of like basic biology lessons. Just <laughs> you know, it's obscure. And even a lot of doctors haven't heard of it. Or if they have, they only had like one or two slides of it in medical school. So your connective tissue is a lot of people would think of it simply as like your ligaments and your tendons, but it's actually a lot more than that. It's basically the tissue that holds all all of your cells together. So it's in just about every part of the body. A large portion of your body is made up of connective tissue. And so because it's a defect in how your body encodes collagen, which is one of the most uh, important aspects of connective tissue, it can manifest in a huge range of ways. And every patient is pretty different. So there's a pretty big spectrum. For me, having EDS means that I have pretty painful hypermobile joints. So they bend much further than they're supposed to, which I didn't know wasn't normal. (laughs) Um, So does that mean like you're super flexible? Yeah, I mean, I have friends that are dancers and gymnasts, and I think that they are super flexible. And I didn't think that I had hypermobility when I started reading about this. But every doctor that's examined and evaluated my hypermobility has just made me really confused about what normal people bodies must be like, because they say that my hypermobility is very pronounced. And I am like, well, then what do normal people look like? (laughs) You know? So I have the hypermobile joints that also uh, sometimes dislocate, sometimes just partially dislocate, which is called a subluxation. And then I have widespread soft tissue and nerve pain, chronic daily headaches, and pretty severe chronic fatigue. That's kind of the EDS itself. Wow. Because it is such a fundamental part of your body, there's a lot of secondary conditions that come along with it. So I have something called dysautonomia, which affects your autonomic nervous system, which is the one that's responsible for all the automatic stuff that happens in your body. (laughs) Yeah. You know, your heart rate, your blood pressure, your body temperature. So I'm either very, very hot or very, very cold. I also have an immune system condition that makes my body kind of have 
allergic reactions to things I'm not actually allergic to, which is really Whoa. fun. How does that yeah. work? So you have cells in your body called mast cells, and those are responsible for what we think of as allergic reactions. If you have antibodies to something, like let's say you're allergic to peanuts and you eat a peanut or whatever gets into your system, your body will release antibodies for that. And those antibodies bind to the mast cells, which then makes them kind of spew histamine and a bunch of other chemicals. But histamine is the one that most people are familiar with. And so with mast cell activation syndrome, which is what I have, those mast cells will release histamine for seemingly no reason i have triggers <laughs> that i have identified but then also sometimes it just happens like i'll just wow. bring out the hives for no reason yeah yeah so uh, i have to say that that is probably one of the most annoying things that i have to go through yeah. in my entire life i itch from <laughs> head, head to toe i my body overproduces histamine and they can't figure out why so yeah there's no reason for it there's nothing i'm allergic to there's nothing like mm-hmm. I've, I've taken out all the things that i'm allergic to still itchy 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 so i take medication for it every day but it's so annoying it's like the one (laughs) thing that i beg to stop like please make it because itching is i oh it's the worst it's just straight (laughs) up the worst i have terrible chronic pain i have terrible chronic fatigue i have all of these other really crazy symptoms but if i'm itchy like see there's there's nothing worse there's nothing worse well, and I mean, I, I bet you like feel like you want to rip your skin. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Please. Like, Absolutely. Can someone just so, zip it off of me? So, yeah. I mean, that's, I actually luckily have that mostly under control. I take several different kinds of antihistamines and other allergy medicines every day. And that has made a huge difference for me overall. Yeah. Um, I do the same thing. You know, it, like, especially when it, I mean, it is super hot out right now, but when it's consistently really hot, temperature thing is is really a nightmare for me because it kind of triggers more than one condition that i have so yeah patty's the same way if it's too hot outside i mean over 80 that's it Uh she's done you and i line up a lot this is really interesting like (laughs) well yeah after we talk i can give you some information resources if you want to learn a little bit more about this stuff well why don't Uh, you give it to us right now on air just go ahead sure i mean i how much time do you have? <laughs> I have give a whole me, like research library that I have. Give me I've, your top five. Sure. So as far as Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome resources, there is edsawareness.com. They actually have a series of webinars from different experts in the field in different specialties. Awesome. Uh, there is a talk by a doctor named Anne Maitland. She's based here in New York and she treats mast cell disorders and the mast cell activation thing. So if that's something that you're interested, I would recommend taking a look at that. There's also, if you want to get a bigger and broader understanding of Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome, there's also a video in that same series by a doctor named Brad Tinkle. Tinkle, like, <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, yeah, like that was tinkle, yeah. yeah, that was like the six-year-old uh, boy in him. Yeah, sorry. exactly. No, he <laughs> makes me laugh every time. He's actually like the leading geneticist in the field. That's nice. awesome. Nice. Yeah, and and his talk is really good. It gives a pretty broad uh, and comprehensive overview of what is known currently about that condition. But like I said, a lot of research still needs to be done. 
Also, there is a talk on YouTube by a doctor named Heidi Collins. She has Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome herself, as do her children, and she treats a lot of EDS patients. She has a talk called, If You Can't Connect the Issues, Think Connective Tissues. (laughs) Interesting. The EDS community has kind of adopted the zebra as its mascot because there's that medical adage that says, if you hear hoof beats, think that there's a horse behind you, not a zebra, which they teach in medical school to kind of discourage students from over-diagnosing rare conditions. Uh Um, So if you have bizarro symptoms, they're trying to lead them away from thinking, oh, maybe it's this rare thing. Like I said, it's probably not as rare as previously thought. And the great thing about the zebra mascot is that every one of us, like zebras, have different stripes. And we have all of these kind of seemingly unconnected issues that actually all wind up being related to Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome. And a lot of us don't get diagnosed until much later, like me. I was almost 30. Wow, that's crazy. So tell me how this affects you on a daily. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Well, I mean, just from a professional standpoint, I have not been able to work full time in three years. I left a part time job back in April. Uh, I was only working 20 hours a week, 10 of those working from home. And because of my fatigue and my symptom burden, it's been really difficult to keep up with kind of traditional employment. I'm now working freelance. I do freelance marketing work, but it has definitely drastically affected my career and really changed the trajectory of it, but not all in a bad way. I'm now significantly more interested in healthcare, healthcare communications and that sort of thing. What were you doing before? I spent four years working for Apple at the retail level in one of their stores in various positions. And then after that, I worked for a small technology media entertainment consulting firm in New York City. After that, I was freelancing for a while. After that, I... (laughs) (laughs) But all like sort of technologically oriented. Yeah. yeah, pretty tech oriented. And now I'm a lot more interested in pursuing health related initiatives, I would say. You do a lot of things at home. You don't you don't get out of the house much, huh? No, no, definitely not. If it is below 20 degrees or above 90 degrees, I don't leave the house. And those about are, 50% are very... of the year. Yep. <laughs> yeah. New York is not very hospitable to people who have like temperature problems. <laughs> it gets freezing cold in the winter and super hot and humid in the summer. We've sort of come to that we may need to just stay in Arizona because there's only about three right. months of Arizona that I can't handle. And there's only about two months of Arizona that he can't handle in the winter because he can't handle the cold and I can't handle the heat. So it's okay. sort of like... Yeah. We can each compromise yep, and let go yep. of a couple months and we'll just stay in Arizona. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we were actually thinking about moving to Denver for a while and, Ooh, yeah. you know, but it the just. cold just affects him yeah. so negatively. Yeah. <laughs> so you have to think about the atmospheric pressure being up that much higher. When we get a rainstorm, I'm so sensitive to that pressure that I can't. We I are can't too. imagine. Yeah. I mean, I haven't flown in years. I can't imagine that amount of pressure. Oh, oh my gosh, I haven't even thought about that. Yeah. Like, yeah. I couldn't imagine you being in a plane, honey. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. That like, we've been having a very stormy summer. And so like the storm clouds roll in and he just, it yeah. just 
everything aches so yeah. badly. Yeah. Yeah, it feels like I go through a meat tenderizer on those days. Hi, everyone. I just wanted to take a quick minute to tell you a little bit about something that I just found. Now, as a lot of you guys know, I can't really move. I can't really do a lot of things. Holding a book is not that easy for me. What's the answer? The answer is Audible. Now, guys, I'm sharing this with you because I actually really like the service. Like, I really am getting something out of it. Now, you can sign up for free at our website at studioids.com and check them out. For 30 days for free, you get two free books that you can listen to. And if you want to, you can continue from there and only pay $14.95. I think that's a good deal. If you guys would like to check it out, go to studioids.com and check out the link at the bottom of the page. Thanks, guys. So, Kara, you had mentioned that your boyfriend is also chronically ill. Yes, he is. He has Crohn's disease. That's crazy. So you guys are both dealing with we're this. We're really fun to hang out with. Yeah. So <laughs> tell hey, us a little really bit. we're really fun to hang out with. I know, right? <laughs> so tell us a little bit about that. Like, how is that? How does it affect your relationship? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's great that we have similar. We have kind of matched energy levels. He has a little bit more energy than I do, but it's not like he on weekends is like, hey, let's go climb a mountain. Because right? <laughs> um, I, I have been in relationships before with quote unquote healthy people who just really can't understand what it's like to live in my body and can't understand that like I would love to climb a mountain, but no. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, yeah, so the consequences that respect, of that are much greater than the pleasure oh, of it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So in that respect, it's actually really helpful because I think we can really empathize with each other in ways that a lot of chronically ill people in relationships don't get to do with their partner. On the other hand, you know, our good days don't really line up very often. Yeah, it always um, is such a bummer. Like, can we just feel good on this same day? <laughs> right. It's less of a problem than it had been about two years ago. I actually had it's a whole other thing with a completely unrelated heart condition. I had a procedure to try and fix that, but it made everything a whole lot worse. Oh, so ooh. yeah, that wasn't fun. And yeah. I was really, really, really sick and really couldn't do anything in general and was very kind of withdrawn and, and lonely. And I'm feeling a lot better now. I'm not feeling great, but I'm feeling better. So oh, that's good. Yeah, so it's less of a, a burden to try and find time where we're both feeling relatively stable you know it's hard because we both have exorbitant medical expenses we both have a lot of pain that we deal with and that can affect how you communicate with people and you know we try to be mindful of that but it doesn't always pan out yeah well <laughs> totally you totally get that yeah totally i mean <laughs> There's times where I get grumpy because, and I don't even realize that I'm getting grumpy mm -hmm. because the pain is starting to go right. up so high that I didn't realize that I was just starting to get grumpy. And she'll just look at me and go, are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> so he'll just like whiplash me with his words all of a sudden, just like, Wacha! 
And you're like, <laughs> what the hell? Like, <laughs> you need to go lay down. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like one of those where it hits me and I'm not even thinking about it. And then right. Patty will do the same thing where she'll, it's like putting your hand in the cookie jar and I, whoosh, no, oh, wait, what did I do? <laughs> you don't no even cookies know. cookies for you. Yeah. We can totally relate. Now, I have a question I have to ask. So what do you guys do with all this craziness and pain and all that stuff? What do you guys do for fun together? Because obviously all the days are not connecting. Like, you know, it's hit or miss. Right. What are you doing for yourselves as a couple to just spend some alone time? Yeah. I mean, it's hard because a lot of the things, like I, we both used to be very avid hikers. So a lot of the things that we used to do kind of are, are pretty off the table for us now. Like even just going to the movies is really uncomfortable for me. Sometimes we go out to eat. We like to go out to breakfast on the weekends. <laughs> you know, we hang out, we watch movies. We don't really actually do much of anything at all, but we're both kind of home buddies. So it works for us. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. We've had to reinvent our social life. Yeah. We've had to reinvent what date night looks like and yep. what spending time with the kids looks like and, mm -hmm. you know, what alone time together looks like. We don't have kids. So as far as like finding alone time together, it's not as much of a challenge. And I have to say, you guys, anyone who is raising children and also chronically ill at the same time is, I can't even wrap my brain. <laughs> <laughs> Because I can't even take care of myself and I don't understand how anyone is like dealing with this stuff and actually taking care of other people. <laughs> I ask myself the same thing. Like how some, there are some days where I'm like, I have no idea how I just did that. Yep. Yeah. Totally. Wow. Everybody has gone to bed and they're all satisfied and happy. And I have no idea how I got the will to get through that. Yeah. But I did. Yeah, and that interview that you guys did with your kids, I mean, they sound so insightful and they are and like so like not only are you keeping them alive, but you also seem to be raising pretty good people. They're, they're <laughs> thriving. They you. are thriving. Yeah. We have actually come to this place where we accept that we're good parents. Yeah, you know? I mean, because we for <laughs> the that like. <laughs> well, I mean, the the thing was is that we were beating ourselves up yeah. for the longest time, yeah. and it was getting us nowhere. And it wasn't, uh -huh. but our kids were still happy because we're very fun, happy, go lucky type people. I'm homebound. I can't leave the house. Period. You know, if I leave the house, it hurts way too much. So we've come up with things to do in the house that we have fun with the kids. We play PS3. Or we do something like we're always finding always finding something to yeah. keep ourselves entertained, you know, <laughs> and so it's hard to be chronically ill, but to see our kids thriving and actually enjoying life. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. awesome. It just it, it's rewarding. It's really re it's really rewarding. <laughs> it pushes me the next day, you know, like, yeah. all right, let's do that again. Like, let's have another day like that. Yeah, I, it, it's just so much fun to watch them grow up. And have them go through all these little like fun things. So Kara, I want to know what inspired you to start a podcast? That's a good question. When I was diagnosed with any of the diagnoses that I've gotten over the years, <laughs> yeah. my doctors never said to me like, hey, there's other people out there 
who are like you. You know, not only are there thousands and thousands of people who have what I have, but there are millions of people who have conditions that are completely different than what I have, but we have so many of the same struggles and that sort of thing. So it wasn't until I went online and I started getting involved in the patient community that's online that I realized, oh, oh, there's all these other people out there. (laughs) And I wanted to do something, but I didn't know what it was. But I knew that whatever it was going to be, I didn't want it to be disease specific first because I have too many. (laughs) Because I didn't, I like, I don't want to exclude anyone. I want to be able to serve as many people as possible, I guess. Yeah. I've been listening to podcasts for 10 years now. I'm a huge podcast fan. And then one day the idea just smacked me in the face. And I was like, I cannot believe I didn't think of this sooner. (laughs) I spend all of my time listening to podcasts. I looked for chronic illness podcasts and I I wasn't able to find any at that time. Obviously, others exist. Yes, they do. But I I, I didn't hear what I wanted to hear. So I was just like, I guess I'll just make it myself. I don't know. Nice. Uh, yeah, so I'm I'm pretty psyched about it because the response that I've gotten to it just in talking to people about it and then setting up the website and setting up our social media and everything like I have been so overwhelmed with the response so far and we don't even have an episode up yet. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. That's really awesome. I'm so excited and also totally terrified. Tell our listeners what they can hope for to hear from your podcast like what is sort of your theme where are you basing your interviews off of like what Mm -hmm. where are you going with this well like I was saying to you guys before we started recording I don't know what I'm doing and (laughs) (laughs) so in a lot of ways the show is going to be a bit of an experiment Um, we're gonna probably experiment with a few different formats at first and you know, see where that takes us and see what winds up being successful. What's Um, your main focus? Our main focus is just talking to people about their lives and their experiences. Existence as it intersects with chronic illness, I guess. That means we'll be talking to people about chronic illness and working and relationships and all of the other stuff is escaping my brain right now. <laughs> I totally get but, it. But, you know, I, Life. I, I just, people have such incredible stories and insight to share. They do. And I think that the more, I mean, I was so psyched when I found your show because I don't see it as competition. I see it as like, oh, cool. Here's more opportunities for people to be able to tell their stories. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Earlier this summer, I did a workshop at Columbia Medical School, which is one of the benefits of living 30 minutes north of New York City. (laughs) (laughs) Pop down and go to Columbia for a few days. And they have a field of study that they actually originated there called narrative medicine. And it is kind of part of the larger movement to bring more of the humanities and the arts into medicine and medical practice. When I first saw the ad for it, it just blew my mind because I was like, oh, this is everything that I've ever been interested in. I studied (laughs) documentary filmmaking and, and stuff like that in school. So I have a background in being interested in nonfiction narratives and then also this interest in medicine that's come from just being 
a sick person, (laughs) a nerdy sick person who likes to read a lot. When I found that, I was like, oh, this is exactly what I am interested in. Uh, And that experience was really invaluable. So I had actually already had the idea for the podcast that kind of came about in December. And then in June, I did this workshop, which really helped to accelerate it a little further. And then our local public radio station actually did a podcast accelerator program where you could apply and you had to fill out this application that was basically like a creative brief. And then they would pick from that pool of people and then help them to develop their podcasts. We wound up not getting picked, but just the process of filling that out kind of helped to further develop the show even more. Yeah, it was actually really helpful. And yeah, I'm it sounds really like glad it. that we did that. So we've been kind of just chugging along and working on it. Who are you co-producing this with? My dear friend, her name is Caitlin Carey. We actually met when we were both working for Apple. We've worked together in the past, and I have been wanting to work with her on something since we were no longer working together. And so I asked her to help me out with that podcast accelerator application, just because she's better at words than I am. Um, (laughs) I asked her to help me out with that because I was also having a really hard time with brain fog at the time. And I just was really having a hard time getting what was in my brain onto the page. So after we worked on it for a couple of days, she was kind of like, you know, if you wanted help doing this, I I would maybe like to help. (laughs) I was like, well, I don't want to like put any pressure on you, but... As the podcast has evolved, so has her kind of involvement in it. She is a student at Columbia, so we're still kind of unsure just how involved she's going to be because she's all the school and like extracurricular stuff. Very, very impressive. I just realized we actually have a podcast brainstorming template that 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 we have that we might we'll just send it to you. Because if there's any way we can help, we'd love to help you. You know, having another show out there. That is talking about chronic illness because we did the mm-hmm. same thing. We we did the research and there wasn't another show out there. There's specific shows like about mental illness, about this, yeah. about that. There wasn't a lot of shows or any shows when I was searching right. for chronic illness. So it'd be great to have another show Definitely. out there. So if, if there's anything we can do to help, I, yeah. I'd be That's all about what it. what we do, so... Huge, huge fan of Paul Gilmartin's The Mental Illness Happy Hour. Have you yes. Listened to yeah, that? Yes. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. So that that was probably the original seed of the idea because I was just, you know, I've been listening to him for years and then I was going back and trying to find episodes of people who had dealt with physical illness. And there's there's quite a few, but I just wanted more. Right. Yeah. And right course we'll be touching on mental illness with my show like it's it's bananas to me that, <laughs> that we act like there's a difference between mental illness and physical illness um, there's not certainly no. yeah there are differences but like they shouldn't be too separate the thing about separate. it is that yeah. mental illness can also manifest yeah. itself in a physical yeah. way so it's well, it, it chronically invades your life i mean i know yeah. i suffer from severe depressive disorder and anxiety and panic disorder and so it aggressively impacts you chronically, you know, on a daily, everyday basis. I was told that I had anxiety for 20 years. Like I was told that all of my problems were just psychological manifestations of anxiety. 
that's not helpful Gotta love to that, other right? people. <laughs> yeah. I mean, sure, I experience anxiety, maybe a little bit more than other people do. I'm not so anxious that my joints dislocate, you know? I think that something that his show has been really successful with doing is kind of by talking about this stuff more, it normalizes it, it lowers exactly. the stigma of yep. it. And that's what we need to do to have real honest conversations and approaches to these issues. I look around and there's all these healthcare conversations about, <laughs> about, you know, the healthcare system and whatever. And it doesn't involve sick people almost ever. You know? <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. I'm sure we'll be touching on like the big picture issues of our medical system and all of its flaws, but I don't necessarily want that to be the focus because I think that those conversations are happening. That ground is covered. But what I want is I want to hear about what is it like for people? Like, what's your life, man? Yeah, yeah. I just want to know. Yeah. Kara, thank you so much for being on the show. We have enjoyed talking to you so much. This is yeah. awesome. Thank well, you I so really much. I really enjoyed talking to you guys. Thank you for having me. I'll have you on my show once it's a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. It's a date. Yeah. And now our hero of the week. Dear Robin, you are my hero because you have welcomed me into your home with open arms and treated me like I'm one of your children. I'm sorry you're having such a hard time, but I've really admired your grace and courage in dealing with what you're faced with. And it takes a lot to go through what you have and to still advocate for yourself as well as you have. So I am pulling for you and I wish you the best of luck with your surgery. And I love you a lot. Sincerely, Kara. Our heroes. Woohoo! Yeah. <laughs> so if you have somebody in your life, if you were struggling through a really hard time and somebody just sort of stepped in and saved your day, Saved your butt. <laughs> <laughs> we want to hear about that person. Send us your messages and maybe your hero will be recognized on our show. What a world, what a world, people. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it has been quite a couple of weeks around here. Yeah. Some you know, seriously exciting things happen. Heck yeah. And I really wanted to talk about the amazingness of what's been going on. I mean, <laughs> we really set out with ID Studios when we created it to be attraction rather than promotion. That's right. And it's really cool to see this come around. Our goal has been to just teach, promote, help, help, and, and just go out there and help people do this. And it's starting to come back, and it's really cool. This is really, really exciting. We have some huge opportunities that you are going to hear about in the next few weeks. October is a huge month for ID Studios. Yes. Right? So We're ID Studios is who produces Dear Friends and Family, right? Yep. They yep. also produce the Remix Radio Show. Correct. And now... We've got... Black and white. With Duke and Cat. Yep. And we have P.S. That's Funny. With me and Sam. Yep. And... Girl Talk with, with Lavana and Marina. Yes, that's going to be so freaking cool. And we're actually going to be launching our first 
show for Black and White this Friday. October 2nd. Yes, October 2nd. So how awesome is that? We've got some amazing things happening. It's so cool. Every show has a different audience. You know, the Duke and Cat show really focuses on local, national and international conversations. We've got Girl Talk, who's talking to other 11 year old girls. And you have P.S. That's Funny that's talking to. It's talking to all the moms and, and, and it's sharing those funny ass stories with you. Oh my God. We get so inappropriate sometimes, but it's <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> so I'm just really stoked about what we're doing. And, you know, on top of that is like, we've been helping a lot of other chronically ill people with yep. their stuff. And so I'm just really stoked at what we're doing that's right. you know? we got some financial things being worked out yeah. and I life mean, is good yeah guys stay tuned because in the next couple of weeks we should hopefully be making some pretty big announcements that's right but here's one of my most favorite moments from the last couple of weeks we have to share with you so we have started editing for lime voice yes. i love editing oh. their show those guys are awesome you have to go check them out and our kids were desperate to get involved yesterday. Yes. And so we are going to take a minute right now and we are going to share what they did. Hi, Line Voice listeners. This is Patty. And this is Lex, the host of Dear Friends and Family. On your journey to fight, heal, live, join us every week as we share inspiring stories of experience, strength, and hope from people living full lives in the face of chronic goal to build a community where people can be open and comfortable talk about their struggles it's a serious topic with an upbeat feel thank you for helping us to open minds one show at a time check us out at lovethefam.com yeah God, I love that. That is so awesome. They are the most incredible children in the entire world. Yes. And you know what? They are so proud of it. Oh, so Uh, proud. They're like, man. And the first thing AJ says, Dad, we have to do that again. Oh, yeah. They they definitely, they want to be more involved for sure. Yeah, totally. So it's really funny because I'm thinking about it and like, hmm, we can make them do all kinds of commercials. There's all kinds of commercials these kids could do. Yeah. Pimp out our kids. (laughs) Pimp my commercials. So if you want a commercial done with awesome child voices, let us know. We're pimping out our kids. (laughs) It's so awesome, though. They 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 love it. Really love to doing it. And the whole time we were doing it, they're just smiles and they're like, we're having a great old time. It took like a million and one takes, but But, hey, it came out fantastic. Yeah. (laughs) So we appreciate everything that you guys as our listeners have been doing, just, you know, sharing our stuff, reaching out to us us and listening. Thank you so much for listening. That's right. So take a minute right now. If you're on iTunes or SoundCloud, pause the show, give us a little, uh, Review, review. like, rating, share, whatever you got to do. We really appreciate all of your love. And of course, as always, go check us out on lovethefam.com. I've been working on the website. There's some really cool stuff on it. Really cool features. You can now check out all of our Facebook posts there. Like, it's really awesome. I love what you do with our websites, babe. And you know what? Other people love what you do with their websites. It's incredible. Thank you. It's it's a lot of fun. Thank you. It's a lot of fun to do. 
And I love when I get comments on it, you know, when people are like, dude, that's a really cool website. But that's <laughs> what we're here for. Like we're here. We have this wow factor, right? Yes, like yeah. when Lex and I work on a project together, people go, wow. Oh, and we, I actually have something on the on the health front to talk about. Oh, yeah. Yes. I have been experimenting with hash oil pills. Mm-hmm. And they have been giving me a lot of my mobility back. They have. And so I'm really stoked about this. It's like, pretty awesome, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I've been hesitant to say anything about it on the show just because I've been giving it some time. But it really is creating a night and day for me. Absolutely. He actually is getting a ton of things done around the house. Like, yes. I don't know if any of you saw pictures of our son's birthday our backyard was a complete disaster about yeah, my, my... a week before that party. <laughs> and Lex had the ability to go out there and clean it up. And thanks, AD, for helping me out with the with the backyard. But it was amazing. And now he's moved on to other parts of the house. Like, yeah. it's, inc- it's nice. It's nice to have my handyman back. <laughs> I've missed my handyman. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm still... I'm still not 100%, but at least I'm at like 50%. Right. Like the cramping has slowed down. The spasms have slowed down. Like it's a miracle. Yeah. It really and so is. I'm, I'm really stoked about that. And on top of that, putting the house together, the backyard for AJ's birthday party and all that, it's just made everything feel like we're really falling into place with this new life. It is. We have really fallen into a new normal, adjusting and accepting you know, like yesterday, I had a lot of things to do, but my body said no. Yeah. And I ended up sleeping half the day. Yeah. And that's what I needed to do. And just being able to accept that and wake up on Monday morning and be like, all right, I feel so much better. Yeah. Let's move on. Let's do this. <laughs> and so I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for how our life is coming together. Like it, it's really starting to come together. And I'm, I'm grateful for where we're at in life. You know, if you come into our home now, it, it not only is there a wow factor in our music and our websites and in our life, it's in our home. Like you walk right. into our home and we feel comfortable in here now. Right. And the reason he brings us up is because six months ago, I wouldn't let people in our home. Yeah. There was so much shop stuff everywhere and I had very little energy. Lex had very little energy. There wasn't a lot getting done. And the fact that we have been able to turn that around so yeah, drastically. Totally. Our bedroom. We redid oh. our bedroom. And it's just this comfortable, amazing, zen place to be. And yeah. I just, and it's actually funny because it's a, it's become like a second hangout for other people. Because <laughs> we, we've turned our room into this just nice, peaceful Mecca type of yep. a place. Okay. And so it's really cool because now when we're recording other shows, they come and hang out in our room and we all talk and we have a home office in there. So it's really cool that we have this paradise forming paradise forming in our house because this is my new normal. This is our new normal. I can't leave this house and I've got to tell on myself. So on Saturday, I went out. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so on Saturday, <sighs> I tried like I was like, you know what? No, 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 no. I'm going to say what led up to this. <laughs> a man one day decided that I could not go to Lowe's by myself. And so he came with me. I was having an exceptionally bad day with my body. And so after being in Lowe's for 30 minutes, I was like, come on, babe, we got to go. We got to go. <laughs> and he was just like, 
so frustrated with me because he was actually out of the house <laughs> yes. and he wanted to look around. I was out for like the first time in a long time and and we're out there and we discovered the little electric carts at Lowell so that yeah. I could sit down and not have to walk around. The, yeah, so the... he wants to look at everything. But mind you, I'm not in an electric cart, okay? <laughs> <laughs> he wakes up and he's like, I'm getting out of this house without you. Yeah, so I grab the boys and we take off and we head to Lowe's. And I'm thinking I'm feeling great and I'm feeling awesome. We go, me and the boys had an awesome time. They they right. came home. Why did you have an awesome time? Because you're a special kind of goofy. <laughs> If anybody has seen that post that we posted up on Facebook, Patty, after this, the next day, tells me, you know, babe, you know why the kids love having fun with you? And I'm like, why is that? Because you're just a special kind of goofy. Yep. And she's telling me this with a straight face, guys. I was dead serious. Dead serious. She's it t- wasn't a joke. It wasn't a joke. Like, she's literally telling me this. And I just look at her and I just start laughing my ass off. I'm like, dude, are you seriously telling me this with a straight face that I'm a special kind of goofy? Okay, but anybody that saw the post on Facebook agreed. agreed. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so back to my stories. I took the boys to Lowe's and we had a great time. I was like, all right, we're going to go to Walmart next. And then I was like, you know, no, 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 no. I need to go home. Mm-hmm. So I came home. By the time I got home, I was hurting so right. bad. Then he's like, I'm going to rest for an hour and then get back to work. <laughs> he, ends up, he ends up in bed the rest of the day. I'm like, honey, you don't need to get out of the house without me that bad. No, I started cramping and spasming and hurting so bad that I spent the rest of the night and day just <sighs> so I won't be doing that again so this yeah, is our yeah. home this is yeah, this yeah, is this is my yeah. mecca this is our mecca you're just gonna have to learn to trust me to run errands yes yes we promised we were gonna share a fail that was a major fail that's right honey so don't leave the house <laughs> don't leave the house but the kids had a great time I had a great time they did. Uh, it was awesome because the boys came home and they were like full. Like yeah. their their emotional, mental, spiritual cups were full because yeah. they need that special kind of goofy. <laughs> yes. And so I'm I'm really grateful that we went out. The pain was worth it, I have to say, because <laughs> the smile on the both of my boys' faces when we got home and they give me a huge hug and they say, thanks, dad. Yeah. Done. I will deal with the pain i don't I care like, I but i won't be doing that again man not for a while not for a while <laughs> oh, no man i'll keep it at doctor's visits and that's it <laughs> <laughs> but yeah we had a great time and this new normal is awesome and the things that we're doing with the studio are awesome. awesome oh my gosh we have had some of the most talented local artists yes. i have ever heard recording oh, in man. our studio i'm so stoked for them to start releasing yeah. some music and so it'll be awesome that's also going to be coming out in october that's yeah. going to be really yeah. cool we're going to have and ooh. my own little personal project project with sam we are actually going to be recording tonight people nice. tonight nice. on the microphones me and her we are getting it down all we've been doing is practicing and working on it and we are ready Dolo, she's doing it. You're We're ready it right now. We're ready. We're doing it. The final. The it's going to be hot. People aren't going to know what to do with us. Yes. <laughs> so thank you so much, everybody who has been a part of ID Studio. Sam. Sam, 
You are our number one supporter always from the very beginning. She has been our number mm. one supporter Love since that girl. day one. She saw this and was like, let's do this. I want in. <laughs> <laughs> so guys, here's a perfect example. It doesn't matter if you're chronically ill. You can have a new normal, enjoy life, not struggle. You know, even though life is a struggle, you, you don't, don't have ha- to suffer. You don't have to suffer. You know, you can enjoy life and This is a perfect example. We, six months ago, were hurting. Emotionally. Emotionally, yeah. Spiritually, completely drained. We decided to say, hey. We will persist until we achieve. Let's go. Exactly, and that's what we're doing. Let's do it. And attraction rather than promotion, we will help anybody who needs it. That's right. Thank you, guys. This has been a great ride. And thank you, baby. I want (laughs) to say thank you. You have been an awesome co-host. And yeah, (laughs) like you rock, babe. You have been amazing. And all of the stuff that you have been doing with ID Studios and all the editing and, you know. Whatever, you're a rock star. Thank you. I love you. (laughs) Love you too. (laughs) And with that, sincerely, Lex and Patty. We're out.